Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel. And you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No gimmicks needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big sucks! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you see a poke. Welcome back. To the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&E. Back here with episode 140 of the podcast. It's been a while. Yes, it has. And I'm glad to be back doing this podcast. And glad to be doing it back with my brothers here with me. I have my co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, Q-Flow, Florida Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. We are here. And also, I got my main man, not Dion saying this, but prior time. What's up, y'all? It's me, the PR, I am me. Yeah. Are you over there still running from golf carts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's actually funny. I ain't yeah, running from COVID, apparently. I know, yeah. So, we haven't done a podcast in about two weeks. And obviously, it's be- it's not because of these fellas over here. It's because me and my wife got sick. So... We got sick and we was down for the count, but we are feeling we are feeling better now. So we are trying to get back into the swing of things. So I know we missed a lot. What percent? What percent are you on right now? I am mm-hmm. at ninety six percent. Okay, ninety six percent. That's one more. Yeah, that's one more. It, 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 it's a slow climb because each day I'm doing a little bit of stuff. You know, the, like today I went to the market and. I was in line. They said, well, you need the way the deal is. You need another paper towel. So I ran back to get another paper towel, came back. I was like, wait a minute. I can breathe. So <laughs> that felt pretty good that I had to take all the uh, groceries in the house at uh, Wayne Park because I have no kids here to help me. So I, I, I did that. I was like, you know what? I feel pretty good. All right. So you know, I said I gave myself, you know, a ninety-six. I did. I've been. I sat here. You know, my wife made dinner. Then you know, I had me my fruit cup and my cranberry juice to flush out the rest of the stuff. That that's the story. I'll tell y'all later. But uh, <laughs> so it's been about yeah ninety-six percent, and I would say my wife is about at a ninety-two, ninety-three percent. All right. Yeah. So we out here doing good. So I got enough energy to come back. And host the No Give Me See the podcast, which is right uh, around the corner from Money in the Bank. And Money in the Bank lands on Mother's Day. There's so many things happening on Mother's Day 
tomorrow. Uh-huh. But you, you, I mean, we got the Money in the Bank pay per view. We got the uh, the series premiere of the Last Ride. We still got episode seven and eight of the Last Dance. Then we got Bayface got a Mother's Day special going on IG tomorrow. Uh, everything is happening tomorrow. And I'm like, I still got two mothers, you know, to, to worry about. So I'm just like, whew, that's a lot. But we can sit there. We can talk about the predictions that we got for Money in the Bank after we sit there and pay the bills. Because, hey, it's been two weeks. I ain't paying in two weeks. So make sure you guys check out SpacesPhilly.com, the production company we are a part of. SpacesPhilly.com for all your podcast needs. You can check out the great shows they have on there, such as the Lulu and Pop. Little Pop Horror War Show, both sides, and the Mark and Dark Show. Then you can check out all the Nerd Coalition content over there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, had a great podcast this past weekend, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, got a lot of stuff to talk about on that podcast coming up, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and uh, also we're working on that, getting Ballers Lounge up to you guys as well. You guys, you can listen to us wherever you guys listen to podcasts at, especially uh, we're on Apple po- Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all that great stuff. If you like listen to us on YouTube, we're uh, listen to us on YouTube Premium, but if you have Google Play, YouTube Premium should already be a thing. Also, make sure you guys, as the weather keeps changing, I don't know how it is down there in Florida Prime. But up here in Philly, we had some snow today. Mm, right. We, we, we had some flurries. I'm like, what is going on? May 9th, when we recorded this, we had some snow. So, you guys got an option. You guys can make sure you go out there and get your Nerd Coalition hoodies at TheRealNerdCoalition.com or make sure you get your t-shirts. We got the Shazam logo with the, the, the NC in there, the regular NC logo, the retro NC logo. We got more things coming also. And don't forget, because when everybody else is out there rocking my stuff out there in the cold, I'm making sure I rock my boy stuff, Q-Flow merch. Make sure you guys check out the Q-Flow layover. When I went out there shopping today, I had my layover hoodie on there to make sure everybody, I always attract everybody. And I, you know me, I have no problem explaining what's on my hoodie. So you guys can make sure you get your merch there and check out Q-Flow's latest album, The Wardrobe, on the real nerdcoalition.com as well. So, a lot of things going on, guys. Uh, to all the mothers out there, I wish them Happy Mother's Day. You know, so I have two mothers here. I know you, you, you both of you guys have mothers, so, you know, wish anybody Happy Mother's oh, yeah. Day. You know, so I hope everybody, you know, put their order in for their flowers to get there soon. <laughs> if, if they didn't already. Uh... But so, we got a, you know, since we're wrestling fans, we got a loaded Mother's Day coming up. And Money in the Bank is one of them, where you got to climb the corporate ladder to get to the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yes, we're actually going to have this match, not only at the WWE headquarters, but it's going to be happening simultaneously. I did not know that it was going to be like that until I found out last week on SmackDown. Both matches are going to be happening at the same time. Yeah, I think that makes sense because you can't <clears> waste <throat> the stuff that you did in the first match on the second match. You're absolutely right. And then they got to climb 10 floors, which I thought it was only 7. 10 floors. <clears throat> and then once they get to the roof, they got to still climb 
a 16 foot ladder and grab the briefcase. I am so curious of how they're going to tape this. It's already been taped. So I'm curious to see how this is going to be done. It's like Die Hard <laughs> with, with wrestlers almost. But we still have another card to go on. So let's go. We're going to give our predictions of uh, Money in the Bank of who we probably think is going to win. Some matches that don't make sense at all. And some that I'm actually looking forward to. So let's start off with uh, <clears throat> Jeff Hardy just made his return on SmackDown. And he uh, had a confrontation with Sheamus and hit a swanton bomb. And now at Money in the Bank on the pre-show, we have Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro because that makes sense. The bar forever, right? What'd you say? The bar forever, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, guys, uh, Q, I'm going to start with you. Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro, which will be a decent match, but I got no heat behind it. Who wins on this pre-show match? Um, uh, Jeff Hardy's gonna win. Second match back, <clears throat> there's no reason for him to lose. I mean, even though I do want to see him like swan tied off the side of the building, but we're gonna have to yeah. de- we gotta deal with this right now. Uh, be like Big Show in WCW when he fell off <clears throat> the building, quote unquote. Exactly, hey, bro. If, if, we if he swan tied off the side of the building, you don't see that. You then they have like a camera run over to the side. You just see the body just laying there, like you know, dead well. <laughs> It didn't happen like that. But uh who do you have, Prata? I got I got Jeff. Yeah, uh I agree here. There's no reason for Jeff Hardy to lose since he's he's finally officially coming back and I mean going against the stars is all give him a good match, but it's the pre show. It's help probably help build him up for Sheamus. Uh let's go to the next match that that makes no sense that you guys just told me about before we started recording. And that is uh R Truth taking on MVP, who I swore retired. He said that every after every time he's on TV, after every MVP lounge, all right, I'm retired, and then build up the next week. Well, it, it looks like he's trying to start the beatdown clan with the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he talked like Shane Thorne and the other and Vink. I'm like, that's not a state where you want to start, but okay. Yeah, everybody thought he was gonna be with Ricochet and Cedric, but I guess that's not. what I thought. I guess they said, "Hey, we can't have that many people, urban people in the same group." Uh, you say black people? You had to say <laughs> many black people. So who y'all? Okay, so R Truth versus MVP. I I won't pick MVP. I don't even see why R Truth has had a ma- match. He's not even twenty four seven champion right now. I, I would also say R, uh, MVP because he might have them come beat them down, <clears throat> beat R Truth down. Exactly. Oh yeah, and Q, yeah. You, no, he's not the twenty four seven champion. You know the twenty four seven champion is right now. Is it still Gronk? It's Gronkowski. Still, this man is going to the NFL with their championship. You know Vince like all that. Oh my god! Tom Brady gonna try to pin him. <laughs> See, no, he, I'm telling you, Tom Brady gonna try to go for a roll up on Gronkowski. There's no way Tom Brady's not gonna. You know, God, Vince McMahon. Well, Tom Brady was a 24-7 champion. That's good shit. Like, <laughs> Tom freaking Brady. Like, Tom Brady going to be out there on the O-line with the belt on around his waist. I'm telling you. <laughs> if, can you imagine he holding a championship with Tom Brady win another championship and still got a 24-7 championship? Like, that's, like, that's like, it's a good thing. 
Imagine if he had they it. Be, they be the ones to let Tom Brady hold on to the belt till the Super Bowl, too. Oh, that'd be crazy. All right, so, but who do you got? Q-Flow. Uh, well, now that I know Truth ain't got the belt, I, I, I take MVP. <laughs> All right. I think uh, MVP wins with some help. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be that Shane Thorne, Vink mm-hmm. guy. Uh, I think I'm calling the beat-up clan, the beat-up <clears throat> clan. <laughs> the beat-em-ups. Beat him up close. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to suck regardless. Uh, let's Before go. we get into the car, I got a question. Yeah. Like, we, can, we can cut this out. Um, I, I was going to ask, like, if we're doing predictions, do you think, are we still doing, like, the points winners, or are we going to do predictions from this to determine who, who gets that? Well, okay, here's the thing. So, the fantasy was over at the WrestleMania. Now, obviously, we, we, we got a different kind of WrestleMania because of the situation. And then, once again, <clears throat> after that podcast, we were supposed to do the fantasy points to pick a new fantasy, fantasy league. Unfortunately, we I got sick. Mm-hmm. So, that set everything back. So, we couldn't do it because we still didn't go over the results and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, right now, money in the bank is not count for anything. No, I, I mean, that's what I was, I, I was trying to ask. Like, could we just... Mm-hmm. Predict to see who win, whoever get the closest. What? I guess not. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm nah, trying to go by the points. Yeah, no, we're going to go by our points from Aftermania. Yes. I mean, just because you had, you won two times in one night, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> it means a lot. It means I might have won the fantasy. Again. But, you know. I'm pretty sure, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure you won and I'll second. Because I had, I had a couple people win. I mean, well, you know, I had a lot of people losing in my fantasy all night, like real. But I ain't gonna say nothing. But uh, we we didn't hear this. So, I, I, like I said, since, since this is the first podcast back, I'm still trying to work out the kinks and stuff like that. I just wanted to know. Yeah, no, but I understand that. But no, we we just doing the regular predictions right now. I know everybody want the the 50 points from you know the money in the bank, but I'm just like, but right now, you know, I had to take care of my health and stuff like that. So we're gonna do it that way. Okay. Alright, what about what about whenever we start whenever whenever we pick people? Never mind, cause that wouldn't make no sense. Alright, keep going. Yes. Uh let's go on to uh the fatal four way tag team matchup for the SmackDown tag team championships. The New Day takes on Miz and Morrison, take on the Forgotten Sons, why are they a thing? Taking on the Lucha House Party because the Uso had to get injured, Jimmy. So Right. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Jimmy didn't get injured, we wouldn't have no Lucha House Party in this matchup. You know, there used to be the Iron Man of WWE. Who? Uh, J- Jimmy Uso. Yeah, he used to. There's something happened. Like, like he Jim tripped and fell or something. I I don't know where he injured from, but he's out. I just hope that he's not sick. So let's do it that way. So it's not it's not an elimination match, and. uh it's not a ladder match because we, we have enough of that. So, who you, do the Forgotten Sons take the New Day Championship? That's, that's basically the big question. Nah. You, nah. Think so? you don't think so? I say the New Day win it. I mean, if the. Going, yeah. by, your, going by your uh your usual rule, New Day's going to win. 
Okay. Uh, how are they gonna do this match? Is it a gauntlet match, or are they just gonna be all out there at the same time? All out there at the same time, fatal four. Kind of how they were smacked that with eight man tag player. So uh, it's gonna be all of them. For some reason, look, <clears throat> I want the new day to do it, but I don't see who the new day feuds with after this matchup. And it's like this: if you know, I don't like the Forgotten Sons, but if you don't build them up, you just cut their legs off from underneath them, <clears throat> sanity. Then you, once again, you know, they're, they're, it was points for them to come up. So you got to make a point. You got to make a statement somehow. They just uh, won the title. Who do they? Le- yes, less less than a month ago. You know, Vince don't care about that. Vince wants to make New Day the, the longest reigning, which he already did, and the most held tag team champion. So he take that away, give the Forgotten Sons uh, a, a minute with it, and then the, the New Day can finish coloring in their gear so Xavier Woods can come back. And then, uh, <laughs> then they can find, they can find I, something I, to do. First of all, I like their gear of how you, you got to color it in, then when, it, when it's fully colored, Xavier Woods will be back. That is hilarious. But it is. I, I like it. I like it. Um, I like New Day the way. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go out the limb here and say Forgotten Sons win the match, and they become oh. the new tag. I don't like it, but I just have a feeling. So, Forgotten Sons are your new tag team champions. All right, let's go on to the singles match for the for the women's championship. We got Bailey, God, taking on Tamina. <laughs> How did Tamina get this match? I don't know. How I, does Tamina? I told y'all when that when that dark side of the ring of her pops come out, she's gonna get a title shot. He said it, and I'm mad he right though. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm just mad he right. And on SmackDown, Tamina obviously got the the win over Bailey, which will not happen again. So uh, I have Bailey winning this matchup. Obviously, distraction from Sasha Banks. There's, there's no rational reason to ever put the belt on Tamina. She is you really here. To, she's here to be a placeholder. You know what? Don't do it. Don't do it, Prime. Don't I'm do it. With Tamina. Don't, don't, Prime. Look, I know I said Forgotten Sons, okay, but I'm just going by tag team right now. Tell me yourself, but you know good damn well. I think they might just try to get for a bone for a little bit. Why? Because the day did it? Nah, because she's been there for a long time. <laughs> <coughs> like, just, I don't know. So, I can see Tamina winning it, and it immediately. <coughs> yeah, I was saying, like, I, I can see her winning it, and then somebody cashing it in on her immediately. Wow. Like, Bailey and Sasha Banks beat her up <clears throat> after the match, and then somebody come down and win, it, win the title that way. Or it could be a thing where, like, Bailey loses it, which I do not think that's happening. And then if Sasha was found away in the match, I don't know, like attack Carmella, and Dana Brooke more than Carmella. Yeah, and do that, then maybe she come in, cash on Tamina, and win the and win the matchup. Or to I I don't know, I just don't see Tamina win this matchup. I have Bailey. Y'all have Tamina. I have Tamina. Just so she can I'm gonna go, go out on. I'm gonna go out on a limit, Tamina. Ugh, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, <clears throat> let's go for the singles match for the Universal Championship. It's like a SmackDown show here. Uh, we have Braun Strowman taking on Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt. 
uh, this feud has been, you know, like a a lighter at best. Like you flick it on, it got some heat to it, but they try to pull from, from old stuff, and I'm like, it's not really getting me there because <clears throat> if it ain't the fiend, I'm uninterested, and I don't need to see Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt wrestle because you know, you know he's not going to win. He he don't he's not there to win his match. He's just there to intimidate and scare people into into you know basically be the fiend set up. So Braun Strowman beats Bray Wyatt, and then I say the fiend comes out and takes out. Braun Strowman. So that's my prediction. What y'all have? <clears throat> you go with that. You go with that, kid? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was saying I could go with that. Uh, well, I, I think that in the middle of the match, he might transform into a fiend. Yeah, if this was AEW, he's going to get Matt Hardy, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's heavily edited. He's supposed to be this supernatural being. So, I mean, why not? I mean, so I feel like that's something Undertaker would do in the video game. Trying to light something, come back on, and he's a different character. So why not just go ridiculous with it? I mean, I I, I agree, but so you had the Fiend win the championship. <clears throat> if the Fiend appears, then yes. If he don't, then no. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> what about you? You, you agree with what I said? I said I agree with you. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> For the WWE Championship, this is a match actually that does got some great heat behind it. I'm actually interested in seeing this one. Drew McIntyre takes on the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. The only thing about this match is <clears throat> we seen this match way too much when Seth was the champion. So it's like, how are they gonna do? How are they gonna put together a better match? Than I, I mean, seen? well, to be fair, you know, Drew begin the upper hand on Seth Rollins, so. And this, and you this beating is, them every week when it was Seth with the champ. Yes, <laughs> every single week. Yeah. yeah, he was beating the ball. I mean, but yeah, he was just nothing but dogs in the sidekick. So, but now, I mean, you know what? Look, because we rarely had a one-on-one match. I mean, in a while between McIntyre and Seth. Yeah, hmm. it's been over years. I guess. I guess you're right. So, I got to go with the uh, obviously McIntyre Taney. This is Seth Rollins is a good opponent for him to start off with to help build his championship run, but uh, McIntyre has no reason of losing here, so I got I got McIntyre winning with the help of Murphy, and maybe AOP come back so the whole you know church following comes back to help McIntyre. No, to help what well, I mean to try to help Seth, but it's still. I mean, the numbers game, I still think McIntyre, even with the numbers game with Murphy, I'm just saying uh, McIntyre still won, but they, they still probably come out and try to help, but I got McIntyre winning. You go ahead, Prime. I got McIntyre winning clean. Oh, clean. No, no, no Murphy, no nobody? Uh, Maybe Murphy is just sitting out there. He gives him a Claymore, but other than that, I think he's going to win pretty clean. No cheating, really, or nothing. Okay. What about you, Q Flow? Um Man, part of for some reason I just feel like Seth might take it on an upset. Mm. I'm going I'm I'm gonna go Seth Rollins. Two upsets in one night, Tamina and Seth Rollins? 
I'm just... Nah, maybe not. <laughs> I would say it's possible. I would say I would have changed the other upset. <laughs> Okay. Now, uh, let's talk about what we came here for. The Money in the Bank ladder matches. So, uh, for the women, we have Oscar versus Shayna Baszler versus Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans versus Carmella. And the men's, we have Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Aleister Black versus King Corbin versus Otis versus AJ Styles. Six. I think Sasha Banks is gonna take out uh, Lacey Evans. What you say? I think Sasha Banks is gonna take out Lacey Evans. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think so too. Now, first off, that a lot of people were asking why is Dana Brooke and Carmella in this matchup because <laughs> Dana Brooke beat Naomi and Carmella beat Mandy Rose, but we know why she beat Mandy Rose. But here's the thing: I really think that Carmella and Dana Brooke are getting this spot because they were sick and missed WrestleMania. Because they were supposed to be in that WrestleMania match, so I think this is WWE throwing them a bone, like because since they had, since they were sick and had to do the fourteen day quarantine on and stuff like that, I really think there's like you know what, uh, it wasn't your fault, you had to miss it. So here you get a big spot in this Money in the Bank match. That's that's why I truly think they were there over Naomi so, and Sasha Banks. So you think they're sabotage putting the best two women's wrestlers in the match? For Dana Brooke and Carmella, I strongly agree that because it's not even about sabotage; it's about because it ain't like Carmella and Dana Brooke can't. I mean, well, Dana Brooke's getting better, but I mean to put them in a high-profile match. I really think this is a thing of them casting the favors. Like it's, it's kind of like if, if I'm cool with you and you missed a big payday because you're sick, you couldn't help because you were sick, and it's just like all right, well, I'll put you in the next one, which is. <laughs> I, I mean, just know Sasha and Naomi would have did some crazy stuff, and that's what we want to see in the winning the bank ladder match. I mean, I agree with you, but on top of that, we doing something we doing something completely different here. And on top of that, it, it, I, I, it, it, it's it's hard. I mean, like I said, to me, look at the match. There's no reason why Sasha shouldn't be in here, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's no reason why Naomi shouldn't be in here. That, so I, I agree with you. But I'm saying the only reason why I think those two are not in here is just because it, they were sick. They didn't get a chance to do WrestleMania. So let's... Uh, to me, the one he was supposed to be at WrestleMania. So <clears throat> so since they, since they couldn't do WrestleMania, let them do the Money in the Bank ladder match. Now, I can see Sasha taking out Lacey Evans and she not being able to compete and Sasha joins the matchup. And goes on to win it but once again we don't necessarily know Paul Cruz is supposed to be in this matchup and then he got another storyline going on so he's not even in the match anymore so <clears throat> right now the first thing I want to know from y'all it ain't about who's winning it's how is this match going to be done um so that's another company this Japanese company that did something similar to this but it wasn't like a ladder match. It just had to go from the bottom floor to the top floor. I think WWE can take a lot of stuff from from what they did. Just a lot of ridiculous, wacky stuff. But um, this match, I'm, how many how many people you think they're gonna try to like have fighting on the elevator or 
going over the red hot. You think they're gonna try to recreate that that WWF commercial from back in the day? Some ridiculous stuff. I think so because see what what I think is going to happen is I think this match kicks off the show and ends the show at the same time. Uh-huh. I th- I think this match is going to be like Dean Ambrose versus Luke Hart from Extreme Rules twenty was it fifteen sixteen probably fifteen probably yeah when it was like the match started and then throughout the night the match was still going on. So, obviously, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to start, like, an hour. I mean, they, they may give us out, but I, 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 the way I'm thinking it's going to happen is if you got 12 people, and I think and they all start in the lobby, and they start, it's like, okay, it, it's, it's so hard to follow the action, like, with 12 people right then and there, because... When it, when you have the corporate building, you want them to go all over the building. Mm-hmm. You want them to, to go to offices. You want them to go into the kitchen. You want them to go. And there's a reason why they show all those different rooms in um <clears throat> in in the promo because they record this already, so they they want to show you where they're going to go. I even know the W headquarters had a kitchen. Yeah, right. Of course they do. <laughs> you know, Vince. What? No, because look, because honestly, I'm I'm looking at it as an office building. I mean, they probably, of course, cafeteria because coworkers got to eat and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, you know, there's some places in there that I was like, oh shit, I didn't know they even had this in here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got they might go to all the memorabilia. Exactly. Office, Triple H office or something. In there. Exactly. So of course you're gonna have somebody that's gonna to try to run run up the stairs. You gonna have you gonna have somebody that's gonna to try to take the elevator. And see, I don't know how they're gonna use the elevator because the elevator is the kind of thing where it's like, why would you push any other floor but the tenth floor? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. But or, somebody can run up the stairs and press the button and then catch them while they're going up or something. Yeah. Or or it could be a thing like you know Oscar kicks uh her karma like Nia Jax. You know, Nia Jax kind of like throws Oscar out the elevator, and Carmella comes and just like pushes all the buttons, and then the elevator door closes, so it has to stop at each floor. It could, you know, uh, it could be so crazy like that. Uh, do I see us getting any kind of crazy spots? I kind of hope so. <clears throat> I see us doing crazy spots, but I feel like I feel like one big spot is going to happen, but it might be a stunt. Do you I think? Like. Do Do you think anybody is? Either falling down the stairs or falling off the roof. I don't see them falling off the roof. Nobody falling, falling off the roof. I can see them falling off the, the platform that they have in the in the building. It's like on the like third floor or so. Uh huh. Right above the front door, I can see somebody falling off of that. You know what? I can agree with you on that one too. So, uh, who do we have coming out on top? I'll start with you, Prata. I'm gonna say AJ Styles. I do think AJ Styles is come back to win it. Honestly, I, nobody in that match honestly intrigued me to win the belt other than AJ Styles. Not even Alistair at this point. Alistair would have been my would have been my second choice because first of all, when, if Apollo was still in, the, in this matchup, Alistair was my pick. Okay. But then I figured I was like, if AJ come back after being buried alive, I'm just like, look. Then AJ gonna come back with a vengeance. It's gonna be AJ Styles, and since AJ came back and he wrote Apollo Crews off, 
I, I agree. I think AJ Styles climbs the corporate ladder and gets the money in the bank briefcase. And then turns back face again. <laughs> and uh, who do you have for the women? Uh, maybe Oscar. I don't really. Maybe Oscar or Sasha if she gets in the match somehow. If Sasha gets in the match, it's going to Sasha. It has to. If Sasha gets in the match, it has to. But the question is, <clears throat> does Sasha take somebody out during the match or before it starts? It might be like uh, she's unable to compete. Because she has to take her out before it starts so she can enter in the matchup because... Uh, if she takes her out during the match, that's kind of the purpose. You know, it's like, yeah, so we can't... She take her out before the match starts, like, way before the match starts, like, early in the night. Like, that's what so do you think this thing starts at the beginning of the show? Or you think it's like like, like the Gorgano Chopper, we just sitting there for an hour just watching what happens? I think it's probably going to be a straight shot. A straight shot? I mean, I, I think it's going to be some funny stuff. I think it's going to be some interactions. I re- I think there's going to be some tag team men and women help. And you never know. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, Oscar Squirrel with Alistair Black? I mean, I, I would love if they allowed that yeah. to happen, but... Because... No, you- Nia Jax can beat up somebody. Beat up on a Rainbow Stereo or somebody. I'm about to say, oh, you know, or Nia Jax and O's could just, like, you know, collide or something like that. It, they, they gotta do something you know because it gotta be something entertaining because you're not gonna start with 12 it's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's gonna be like a Royal Rumble match almost it's gonna be so hard to follow and you gotta have stuff that's gonna make sense like somebody gotta I don't think it's gonna be hard to follow because it's gonna be like a elimination type of thing nobody's gonna get eliminated but you trying to get your way to the top somebody gonna take hard bumps and they gonna be out for the match this person gonna yeah. fall off of this scaffold they gonna be out for the match yeah or it could be, you know, it would be a great thing. Like AJ makes it to like the ninth floor or the tenth floor, and the elevator opens, and it's Alistair Black right there. You know, <laughs> shit like that to, to me will be entertaining. So, I mean, you gotta go boss wall. How about you, Q? Who wins the men's and who wins the women's? Um. Now, here's my thing. AJ. I don't know him. He, he him in the company. I gotta see how him in the company is really going. Cause he 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 mad at the company right now. So I I don't know if they just gonna hand it to him as a sorry we got rid of your best friends type of thing. Um, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go with my sleeper pick, and that's I I was what. Okay. And then for the women's, I'm praying Sasha gets in this match. Who does she take that's, out? That's uh, I'm gonna say she take out Carmella. Carmella's had plenty of title opportunity. She can go without another one. Dana Brooke on the other end, yeah, I get it. She's still green, but this is her first time. Like, how many times has she had a chance? So, exactly. I'm saying eventually, she she she, she be getting better. You got to reward her somehow. So, yeah. So, nah, I got uh, she, she probably gonna take out uh, I would prefer she takes out uh, Carmella. Carmella. 
So do you think do, do you think this match is going to start at the beginning and they keep cutting away the other matches and go back, or is this going to be like a one shot thing main event? Uh, hey, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe they cut back and forth. Cause I mean, it's hard. That's something I like. Cause it's a pay per view. If you want to just do one whole like an hour match as your main event, cause that's what you would book it as, and then you just you you did some great recording in an hour. Then hey, why not? Yeah. Or you know, say so, or if they want to do like different segments and be like after this match, just go tune in to see what's happening. You know, at the main event. I mean, well, you know, that they, they, they could kind of mess it up too. Mess up the the flow of things so it really all depends I don't I'm excited because I'm going here not knowing what to expect and you got you got to give credit where credit is due when they doing it like first of all one thing WWE will do is they will overuse the whole cinematic approach yeah, of course they, 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 it's what they they can do you can't beat WWE in the cinematics however they will run that shit to death. <laughs> and I'm just like, look, it's best to space it all out. But, I I mean, right now, of course, the Money in the Bank is going to be a cinematic thing, and I can't wait to talk about it after it happens. But I'm just like, look, everything don't need to be cinematic all the time. You you, you do that once, you do that once in a while, that's what keeps it fresh. And I just, I see them just <laughs> running this joint to the ground because they ain't got no audience or nothing else to go with. And the, the regular casuals was just like, yeah, we love it. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with AJ Styles. If Sasha Banks is in the match, I pick Sasha. But if she's not in the match, Shayna Baszler wins it. I didn't even think about Shayna. Oh, shit. I forgot Shayna was in it. Yeah, yeah. she's not in it. So, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I go with that. Yeah, I think. I don't have Shayna winning it, though. I don't know. I, I can't. Or if if, okay, if Sasha's not in it, then somebody got to win it. Is it Nia Jax? Because you know, Nia Jax has been very dominant. I mean, I, obviously they were making fun of Otis of can't climb the ladder because he's too big and, and the steps kept breaking. So, which was kind of funny. Had the big Show ladder from a couple of years ago. Yeah, that that Big Show ladder was something, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know if they're going to do the same thing. Say that Nia Jax. Could you imagine uh, Tamina winning, Nia Jax wins, and cashes in on her cousin? Wow, that is the money. That is the money in the bank right there that no one asked for. (laughs) That is the one. It says cousins. Like dog, we do not care. We don't care about like that because that that match alone is going to be a train wreck. To me, it's still going to be tired for the Bailey matchup. So. Yeah, those are my picks. AJ Styles for the men's. And if Sasha Banks does not take out somebody to win it, then it's going to be Shayna Baszler. Because that will be the face-off between her and Becky Lynch the next night on Raw. Well, that, yeah, somebody going to have to get this, this title off of Becky like real soon. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you, Primetime. I'm not mad at you for that. I, I do agree with you. Well, guys, those were our predictions for Money in the Bank. Uh, so make sure you guys t- tune in. I 
play it on after Money Bank is over. I want to see what the fellows are doing and see if they want to do a review of it so I can have it up for you guys by Monday. So hopefully, stay tuned for all that. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to move on. Uh, so it's been a while now. I know you guys haven't seen it, but I want to do my SmackDown review because I always do these things kind of late. But I thought SmackDown actually this past week was not that bad. I mean, of course we've had better, but I still don't think that this past week on SmackDown it was that bad. Uh, we, we we got Mandy and Sonya, which uh Sonya Deville has really grown on me as a heel. And I'm like, really, really liking her. And I'm like, her doing that Victoria crazy stuff is making her more attractive to me. Uh, I'm just, okay. just, just, no, just, I've been saying that, yo. Sonya Deville is gorgeous. Yeah, she is, man. I'm just like, hey. Because she could look at a lot of other things. So, SmackDown this week. Uh, we start all SmackDown with Mandy Rose taking on Sonya Deville. This uh, grudge match. This is not going to be the end of the grudge match. I thought we would get this match at Money in the Bank. We we didn't. Yeah, we did all that build up to have it at SmackDown, Smackdown. the go home show to Money in the Bank. So I'm just like, okay, but fine, whatever. Uh, the, the matchup, like I said, is kind of bland at first. And uh, I mean, Mandy Rose was taking on Sonya. It's one of them. It's one one of those heel matches where you know the heel. Been gaining the advantage the whole storyline, and then when they come, they get their ass whoop type thing. That's what that's what it was. But then Sonya gets the, the uh, delayed grip on Mandy Rose is uh, talking shit to her. She says, "I really having fun doing this," and I thought you know that was all uh, entertaining. Uh, like I said, the match goes a little bit back and forth, but then Sonya wins with a roll up. She doesn't even win with the, uh, the finishing move or anything. And Mandy's in shock. So we already see that this is going to continue. They already show Otis in the back and Dolph Ziggler in the back, you know, cheering on each other's fellow partner. <laughs> I should say at least. But Dolph is still trying to, you know, get with Mandy. Uh, Eight-man tag team matchup. We got the New Day and the Lucha House Party taking on the Miz and Morrison, and the Forgotten Sons. And this match, I want to say, was about 10 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was only 10 minutes, but all right. What'd you say? I feel like it was only 10 minutes, but all right. Man, no, man, it, it, it felt longer than that. And I was like, I looked up, and I was like, this match is still going on? <clears throat> and I'm like, look, this is basically going to be the same match and Money in the Bank. Uh, Big E tosses Kofi over the ropes. Kofi almost wipes out in like face first on the ropes. Thank God, uh, there was Jackson Riker over there to catch him because you know the Miz don't catch nobody. And then uh, the the Lucha House Party go back to, to take out everybody. So that, that's how the commercial thing goes. And then we come back, and then uh, we still get a brawl between all the teams. And like I said, t- for, for a fatal four way matchup. This match sure to be felt just slow. Uh, on the outside, the New Day get uh, taken out, and uh, Kofi gets powerbomb on top of Big E, and then we go into the ring. Miz hits a blind tag on uh, John Morris had to get the Poison Rana by uh, Lindsay Dorado, hits the Skull Crusher finale, and the Miz and Morris pick up the win here. So, just like I said, 
they were the ones that looked strong on SmackDown. I don't see them winning, but I definitely see the Forgotten Sons being forgotten no more. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, this is the way it looks to me. Uh, we get the the, the the confrontation, the stare down between Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. And you know, I don't. How do y'all feel about Braun Strowman on the microphone? Other than to get these hands. Uh, he need to actually it's put really in some not. work other than saying get these hands. I have yeah, to that whole like like the gift like I got your gimmick now, man. Talk slow, get these hands. Talks loud and slow. Are you the beast? You're gonna <laughs> get these hands. Like we don't care, man. I mean, I agree, but when he is like in a like I'm a dialogue promo. It don't work for him, in my personal opinion. Bray comes out. He asks the same stuff. Like, you know, why, why'd you leave? And he says, but I have a present for you. And he gives him, he takes out the black sheep mask. And then, you know, Braun talks about how he wanted to build his own. And then all the puppets come up on, on the screen and talk about for, for Braun to join. And then he says, no, I'm not going to fall for that. I'm going to see you at Money in the Bank. And then he does the Bray Wyatt. Bye. See you later. As Bray Wyatt just uh, stares into the ring. And I'm like, this match should have more heat to it because of the history Braun Strowman has with the Wyatt family. But it just doesn't. Yeah, they're just trying to pull it out of nowhere. Out of thin air. Out of thin air. I'm just like, why is Bray going back for the Universal Championship where he lost so easily to Goldberg? Because that obviously, you know, plans had changed. And I'm like, so now Goldberg got beat by Braun Strowman. And now you're trying to go after Goldberg. And I mean, trying to go after Braun Strowman as the regular Bray Wyatt, not even the Fiend. I'm just like, <sighs> sometimes it just gives you a headache. Uh, Carmella, Dana Brooke set their sights. On both win the money in the bank, they get they, they get interviewed and they talk about how happy they are in the, in the to be in the money in the bank. And then Carmella says, "Well, I'm gonna win for a second time, and I'm gonna show you why Mella is money." So we get a little promo, and uh, now we get the return of Jeff Hardy. Throughout the past weeks, we've been getting vignettes about Jeff Hardy, about the rise, the fall, the addiction, whatever the case may be, of Jeff Hardy. Well, now. They have the redemption, and then now he finally comes back. They talk about his redemption, but somebody who's not happy about that is Sheamus. Sheamus comes out to the ring and does not like how Michael Cole keeps interrupting his matches to talk about Jeff Hardy. Nobody cares what about What matches? Oh. <laughs> Main event? It's, well, you know, Sheamus is the one that beating up your boy Leon Ruff, and then, you know, uh, what was it? Dijonay, well, what's the guy's name? I forgot. Ah, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I know yeah. yeah the, the one that the one that you don't like. So yeah, those squash matches that Sheamus been having, but right afterwards they were playing the Jeff Hardy video. Yeah, so the Sheamus comes out and he tries to attack Jeff Hardy, but then they get into a little scuffle. Jeff Hardy hits the twist of fate, takes the shirt off to a crowd that says nothing, and then goes up there and hits a swanton bomb on Sheamus, which is the reason why we have. Him versus Cesaro at Money in the Bank. So makes a lot of sense, don't it? It it does make a lot of sense. But it looks like Sheamus is definitely going to have to interfere, maybe. 
Or he he gets the clean win over Cesaro, and then Sheamus comes back next week on SmackDown, which will be a long wait because SmackDown just feels so long now since it's on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just I just straight, straight be forgetting that SmackDown be on a Friday as opposed to when it was on Tuesdays. But you know what? You know can't flip out about it. We go tag team matchup: Lacey Evans and Tamina ugh, versus Bailey and Sasha Banks. So, uh, Lacey Evans got her, you know, saying you can do it, uh, woman's poster shirt on. All she was missing was the red bandana. And, uh, it, it basically, just a little bit of tag team matchup that was, was kind of pointless. Uh, Lacey Evans hits the women's right on Sasha Bay. She keep, she keep eating this women's right. And I'm just like, yo, you, you gonna stop embarrassing Sasha like this. Uh, she gets the woman's right, falls inside the ring, barely knocks out Lacey Evans, and then Tamina hits. You know, I, I can't even call it a super kick no more. I call it, I just call it a like, cross kick. And t- hits Bailey, okay. and then hits the Samoan drop, and pins Bailey clean one, two, three in the middle of the ring. So Tamina's a, 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 just, say, that ain't gonna happen. Say what? You said that ain't gonna happen again. That, that ain't happening again. That's not happening again. Because even Bailey was getting kind of mad that she, 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 first of all, so Bailey hits Tamina once again, who has never been used on the roster that much, comes back at WrestleMania because they need an open slot, and we haven't seen her. She got four, she got 45 year old bad knees. She Bailey hits a belly to belly on her and the Macho Man elbow, and Tamina kicks out, said no one ever. Said no one ever. And y'all saying to me gonna win a championship. I'm like, yo, where's that energy when Jinder Mahal beat Randy Orton and became the champion? Everybody's like, Jinder fucking Mahal. Well, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to see no title reign. I'm just trying to see. Hey, you hey, 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 were there. You tell me where the energy was at. Look, bro, look, screw. I screw Jinder Mahal and screw Tamina. <laughs> I'm sorry, look, when Jinder Mahal won a championship, I was dumbfounded. I was like, Jinder Mahal, are you kidding me? No, thank you. And then... Jinder Mahal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then on top of that, he, he had to be in chair for like six months. I'm like, wow, they all gave him a reign too? Okay. And he was beating people. I, I, I remember the podcast of how pissed Primetime was when he beat Nakamura. I'm like, yeah, this is back when Nakamura oh, had, yeah. had, had low heat left. What'd, what'd you say, Ron? I said he beat him two times too. Yeah, he, he was like, "This is Shinsuke fucking knock." I was like, "Yeah, I remember all that." So, <laughs> I remember all that anger. And I, but, but now, th- this the one who can't even get her leg up high enough for a, a super kick, and can't do the can't do the super fly splash anymore because all she do is land on her knees. This is this this, this shit king, this shit champion. Well, nah, somebody gonna cash in on. I just wanted her to win so that they can say they, they gave it to us so that they can fight her. But then that would be mean if I said it like that. So yeah, I mean, they're not gonna fire to me. Tamina is the one they call when no other woman is showing up. Well, eventually they're gonna have to find somebody else. Cause Tamina getting getting old. Though. Getting Tamina. They tell Tamina to come to the ring. It looked like she got bad knees and three kids. It all yeah, the you, t- you oh, think <laughs> you think she's older than Christopher Daniels? How they both walk to the ring? But, yeah. You old, well, Christopher Daniels walks a little bit better than Tamina did. Yeah, I'm just saying Kurt Angle walks bad to the ring, but uh, Chris oh, Verdeo yeah. is something different. But yeah, 
<coughs> so that's what happens. And I'm like, she pins Bailey clean in the middle of the ring. I'm just like, oh god, I can't believe that happened. So, but I definitely don't have Tamina winning. Sorry, we already talked about that already. Six man tag team matchup: Corbin and Cesaro with Cesaro and Nakamura is taking Odeo O'Brien, Drew Gulak, and a partner of their choosing. Whoever they're going to find. Oh, well, Otis is back to doing nothing because I don't know where Tucky is at. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just staying, I'm staying home. Is that? I mean, well, hey, he he could be doing that. He could be like, look, bro, I ain't come over here for the. For, for the if I'm not gonna be in the storyline. I'm not flying all the way over there. So uh, they pick Otis, and uh, the matchup is really not nothing of a match. It's more so of a segment kind of thing because the match just starts uh, breaking down as Gulak and uh, Cesaro who are just some great in-ring technicians are just going back and forth with the submission <clears throat> then Nakamura comes in and then takes out uh, Gulak and then Otis comes in takes out Nakamura and then uh, King Corbin once again wants to talk him and Dan Bryan going at it and then Dan Bryan brings the ladder into the ring uh, to, to, to try to count the ladder uh, but now everybody needs their, needs their time with, with the ladder. They do this every money in the bank. Toss Daniel Bryan out. Otis comes in and tries to climb the ladder. Breaks the first two steps. They are trying to illustrate that this man is too fat to climb the ladder. Yo, that's definitely setting up for that big show ladder. It is. It is. Because he goes with the first. He's like, he, he breaks it. And he's like, nah. Then he tries to go over it. But then... Uh, Corbin comes in and tosses him right on top rope right on top uh, him and Dan Bryan on the, both on the outside and then Corbin sets the ladder up climbs up gets the briefcase and sits there and poses because you know that's not happening again Definitely. Corbin is not winning two times and Corbin lost you know he, he lost money in the bank so obviously he didn't have a good run with it in the first place. But uh, that's how SmackDown ends this week. So, uh, once again, I do pass the failing grades. And SmackDown gets a slight pass from me. I, I didn't hate the show too much until I seen Corbett on top of that ladder. But <clears throat> compared to these other unwatchable SmackDowns, this one wasn't that bad. So yeah, They had to do something for the go-home show. Exactly. And I'm just like, even though I think, I think, I think, ha, I think Mandy and Sonya would have been a better match to put on the show opposed to MVP and R Truth. You know, just saying, but uh, it's still not over between you them. Get the fifty year olds a chance to wrestle. <clears throat> You're right. And like I said, for Wayne the Bank, I just want to see how they play this match out, and I think it's going to get them a lot of views because of just curiosity because of curiosity and us wrestling fans we're going to watch it regardless but everybody like hey they got to fight throughout this whole building to get to the top I'm really I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to record it because if it's lazy like they all battle in the lobby and then they all take the elevator take the stairs to the 10th floor and then they battle around there for a little bit then go outside I'm like well, what's the point of the building the point is you got to fight all over this building it's straight die hard you got to do that 
Well, guys, that was my SmackDown review. Post out your comments down below if you guys enjoy my review and, and write in the comments of what do you think is going to happen at Money in the Bank. And uh, like, subscribe, and share, and all that great stuff. But then now we're going to uh, move on with the rest of the podcast. Welcome back to the Wednesday Night War. And it's been about two to three weeks since me and Prime got back on here and did the Wednesday Night War. And it just seems to happen that we come back on the Wednesday Night War where both NXT and AEW were at the highest of their games. Mm-hmm. We got a... COVID, who? Exactly. I mean, they had a double champion... Uh, 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 was it two championship matches on NXT? And then mm-hmm. we got the tag team street fight. Uh, mm-hmm. There is one thing I did want to mention because I, I was trying last week to get enough energy to do the Wednesday Night War only because I wanted to talk about the whole inner circle uh bunch thing that they did. Like the Brady yeah. Bunch. And mm-hmm. it, it, it had all the people on there when they was doing the whole slap stuff. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about that so bad I, I just couldn't oh, okay. Okay. could I get enough yeah, energy like about that. Kevin Smith and Jay Mews and uh, he's he like, was that Lou Ferrigno? <laughs> That day was, I thought that was I thought it was a Lenny Poffo at first, honestly. Yeah, so did I. So did I. And I was like, okay, I see the muscle. You know, old muscle is Luke Ferrino. Okay, so, but yeah, you know, having all of that and then having you know the the slap with the with the Puerto Rican slipper, having Sunny kissing there, and I was just like, what? I said, what? It's Virgil? Excuse me, or yeah. you know, Soul Train Jones? Soul Train Jones. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm sorry I couldn't get you know to that. I apologize, but. Uh, I, I seen another people that I, I seen uh, somebody else that do that, and I, they did a good job. I, I sent it to you after you done. But yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, I got to see it. Remind myself. Okay, but that was good. So let's <clears throat> we're gonna start off with NXT this week, and NXT we we start off with the new Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae taking on Dominic Dijakovic. Mm-hmm. Rebel Heart is no more. Exactly. So. Now this hard soul NXT Johnny Organo is not him and Candace is embracing the full heel <coughs> persona with with them two now. How how do you like it? Because we haven't talked much about it. How do you like the new Candace LeRae and the, the new Johnny Organo? She got her hair all dyed white and everything. I, she she don't look bad. <coughs> It'd be interesting to see. Uh, I I just thought this whole thing would have been a fail if he didn't change his theme song. So I'm glad he changed his theme song. You. You don't understand how happy I am that that theme song has been changed. I, I mean, I like that. I like Rebel Heart. I ain't gonna even lie. I, like, I enjoy Rebel Heart. Yeah, but it's but, um, but, but it, it's not it's, like an anime though. It, I was like, this is not a hero song. I mean, this is Johnny Gargano. <laughs> anime? What? <laughs> I'm this one seems more heelish, but I don't think he's gonna keep it so long. I like. I think he's gonna go back to Rebel Heart in like six months. I can see that or by, or by WrestleMania next year. I can see that happening. Um, so, Django Gano is uh, trying to pull off the uh, turnbuckle post. And then, Dabber uh, Dajakova gets him up in like a powerbomb thing. But then, he gets Hurricane into the exposed turnbuckle. And then, Django Gano hits uh, his finish move. Was it the last D? The, the springboard DDT that he does now? And pins Dominic Dajakovic with that. And... Uh, it was a good opening matchup. 
you know, I thought, I thought it was good. I, I, I think I like Gorgano using the, the, the what's it called? The, the final deed. I don't, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure what it's called, but I like, I mean, he got new gear too. I actually, I'm kind of liking the new gear. What if he goes from, what if we start going from like X-Men, I mean, not from, from like Marvel characters to DC. So he's the heel Yo, he that DC. would be the shit. Though I, I would love all that. Imagine I, him in like a static shot, in like a uh, static gear. Oh, bro, oh, that'd be good. See, because him and Rey Mysterio are the best at pulling off all the all the uh, superhero stuff. Him and yeah, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, Rey Mysterio has some weird ones though. His uh, what's the one he had last year? No, uh, I, Mysterio. I, I think Rey Mysterio's weirdest superhero one was the Silver Surfer. Okay. I, I I didn't like his Silver Surfer one that much. I would say his Mysterio was was odd. His, his Mysterio was a little odd, but his Silver Surfer where he fought Chavo back in like 2012, or something like that, yeah, that false kind of anywhere match that was weird. Or, t- or 2007, I think it was. But anyway, <clears throat> so now we're going to the Cruiserweight uh, Title Tournament Group B. Uh, last week we had Group A. But first of all, since we like we talk about it, how you feel about what he oh, doing? Oh, that trip? outfit is terrible. Sorry, oh. I just seen it with the Silver Surfer one. Yes, yeah, yes. I told you that's probably the worst one. I didn't like the Silver Surfer one I, at all. One of his best ones is probably Flash to me. That all red. Oh yeah, Flash. And the Daredevil one. Yeah, the Dare. I about to say Daredevil was hot. The, the, the uh, one ring one was good too. The the uh, Joker one was good. Yeah, he did two Joker ones, I believe. Yeah, so. So, but the, the second Joker, I didn't like that much because it didn't. It, it yeah. just didn't go with the storyline. He was whatever, man. Anyway, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. to No, it's, it's it's all good. Uh, so we on Group B, which is uh, Akira Tozawa versus Jack Gallagher, the new Jack Gallagher. And I don't understand. I don't understand this tournament. You don't understand the tournament. I mean, I understand the rules and stuff, but like, I don't understand. Like, we're crowned as a champion to not be the champion to yeah. unify the champion. So yeah, so okay, so they they had to strip Devil of the championship because he can't he can't get out of his country, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so that's probably yeah what it is. But so but you know, I I I don't mind the tournament that that'd be like Group B or, or Group A because that way we get to see all the competitors face each other. That, that that's the one. One that of the competitors. I, say what? One of the competitors don't even work for them. You know what? I was just about to ask you how you feel about the Drake Maverick thing. You know, and I'm just so like, is he getting paid for these appearances, or is he just working for free at this point? You know, I don't know, but I'm just like, you can tell the man is passionate. Let him stay there. By the looks of it, it look like they're gonna push him to the finals and lose. That's what I feel like. That will be some bullshit to do. That will be some that's bullshit what, to do. This is WWE. Yeah, well, Akira Tozawa hits his top rope sentai on Jack Gallagher. Picks up the win. What is his problem? Why is he getting wins? Yeah, because Paul Heyman got a liking to him. Well, Paul Heyman is on Raw. I was saying, but you know, he probably put the word in a Triple H down like, in NXT. Get, like, get Swerve Scott up in there. Get this dude dude that yeah. y'all bought in Fantasmo. Whatever. You, you, oh, but you know, uh, yeah, uh, fan. Tasma of uh, Fantismo just lost to Swerve last week. Yeah, but yeah. I think Fantismo or Swerve might win a title. I want him to, but the the, the thing is, I'm like Akira Tozawa is undefeated in his group. He gonna lose the next to beat to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like a Johnny Gargano move. 
Exactly. He's at he's at two and up. Uh next match, Chelsea Green takes on Zia Lee. Uh with, and Chelsea with, Green with this unnecessary wet dress whatever she had on. That wet script that she had on? She was kind of a throwback to her other character. She was in TNA. Uh was it Laura Van Ness or something? Oh yeah, that crazy thing. Yeah. 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 Or, but this just was distracting me because all the glitter was on, was on the ring. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so but, it looked like Aaliyah came out to distract Zia Lee, and but, yeah, and Zia Lee gave her like a, you know how she tried to give her like a big boot through the ropes and just yeah. missed, and then Aaliyah fell down anyway, and then she hit an unprettier and yeah, oh, excuse me, I mean, I'm prettier. I'm prettier. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, she hits. A, <laughs> I, I'm prettier on her and picks up the win. I'm just like, okay. Uh, is Aaliyah about to join the Robert Stone brand because uh, he was extending his hand to her and I'm just like Aaliyah and Chelsea Green I don't know if that worked I don't think I want yeah, I Chelsea I don't know why Vanessa Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah I thought they worked I, I, I thought they worked better and I'm like where the fuck Vanessa Bourne been at I don't think she worked for them anymore. I don't, honestly I don't know when have you messed up that she got fired and didn't even give courage to put her name on the list of her being fired I mean, some people they did. Some people had like uh, what you call it had announced hers. Uh, MJ Jenkins. Yeah, she had announced hers. They didn't announce it. So, so but yeah. here is the highlight of both shows in one night, and it is the debut of Karrion Cross. Look, mm. it's Karrion Cross. That's, that's not my highlight. We'll get to that one later. Okay, I'm just saying, but, but, but bruh. It it's not even about the match because nobody care about Leon Ruff. You know it's gonna be a squash match. It's about the entrance. Okay. Carrying okay. Cross with the bird coming to the Titan Tron with with uh with uh with, with Scarlet Scarlet right there. Bordeaux. Yeah, and then he comes right in front of her, walks down, and then she comes, and then she's uh mouthing the song off and get on your knees and pray and everything. I was like. I have not seen. I have never been this intrigued by an entrance since the Fiend, and before the Fiend, it was believe it or not, Lars Sullivan. Okay. No, because right. because I like those unique entrances because Lars Sullivan. Remember, they made they had the camera on him, and then when he gets to the ring, you just see like the the, the light shadow. as the moon, and then yeah. the whole silhouette comes up and hit this big freakish guy. I thought that was great. And then, of course, when I see the Fiend, I was just like, with the Bray Wyatt head, I was like, this is just great also. So, he... Can't... Huh? I was just going to say, do you think they'll do this every week? Like, even when there's fans there, do you think they can do that? Because I don't... That seemed... It was a good entrance, but, like, I don't know. Just something about it seemed like... Out. It seemed yeah. like they won't be doing that entrance. Okay. So okay, basically, so after the you know the great entrance, Karen uh, Cross just makes little work out of this poor Lee. I got it, got squashed by Sheamus on Friday Night SmackDown. So yeah, even on Raw and SmackDown too. Exactly. Okay, NXT Championship matchup: Io Shirai taking on Charlotte Flair. So in some people's minds, it's a dream match. 
Moosaw versus Moosaw. Not really. Cause Shaw does I mean, not have a is that what they was building it as? No, but you heard Mauro Ronaldo talk about how they both have, you know, the you know some of the best moonsaws, but Charlotte does not. But still, Charlotte has one of the <coughs> best corkscrew moonsaws. Yeah. Count that because oh. it's oh. the only one. Oh yeah, she has a, cor- a beautiful corkscrew, but her moonsaw is one of the worst I've ever seen. Hey, if you you could compare her moonsaw to Eo Shirai's, who has a better moonsaw? No, obviously Eo Shirai. Exactly, but hey, so the match was pretty good. Go back for Charlotte, but we did get a proper finish because as Charlotte was about to lock on uh, the figure eight, we get the return of Rhea Ripley. Which was, for one, not needed, I thought, and for two, uh, terribly done, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it just came, kind of came out of nowhere, and she just started attacking uh, Charlotte, and then which got Io Shirai disqualified. So, as Charlotte gets beat up and goes up the ramp, you hear EO cursing at uh, Rhea Ripley in Japanese. And she keeps saying, just shut up, shut up. But backstage, she tells that, you know, that she's back. And that, you know, that, that she, she wants to yeah, shut Charlotte. It was, it was so uneventful. She <clears> had to go backstage to say, I'm back, y'all. It, it basically, I was just like, I was like, well, why the fuck was you really gone? But, you know, but hey. Well, they you know. Just, I would have just had her stay out until fans were back. Even if it meant coming back next year or whatever. Because well, she just had so much momentum and then they killed it. So. But I, I think that's probably what it was. They probably wanted to bring her back because if she had came back. Because, first of all, her championship run was really not that eventful in the first place. Yeah, and they built her up so much. And. Uh-huh. I don't get on that, but yeah. Yeah, but I, but I, 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 say, I, I can see why they don't want to wait too long. I, I, I know her. She probably don't want to wait long neither. So. You know, if she had come back, like I said, it, it was a whole thing about her probably being able to leave her country again, her visa, whatever the case may be. But, so her and Eos are uh, brawling in the parking lot area, so it looks like they're going to be having themselves a few, you know, to kind of carry over to see who's going to be the one to face Charlotte. Or oh, maybe have a triple threat match. Yeah, I see <clears throat> triple threat. Or, or even a fatal four-way, depending on how that, um, the, uh, Kels Lorraine thing is. Good point. I am thinking that. Uh, now we're on Group A, where we have Koshida versus Jake Atlas. This match was a very quick but decent matchup. It was one of them, you know, push the pedal to the metal type thing, and we we, we basically in and out. But uh, Koshida puts away Jake Atlas, and he's now two and zero on his group. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they do to like these to people it? when they bring them over. What do they do to these people when they bring them over? Like, Kashida just does not feel the same to me. Do you think he fell but, off like Kenta? Nah, he didn't fall off that bad. Yet. Yeah, it's okay. He, he, he's more like a. Uh, huh, who can who can I put this put this as? I probably need to think about it for a little bit, but he, he's like somebody that they brought him over. He's very, very good. He was like the, like one of the longest reigning junior heavyweight champions in New Japan. Mm-hmm. And then they brought him over, and he just, he just there. He just Martin McFly. That's it. That's his character. I like time travel. Oh, okay. Back to the future. Well, speak of somebody like time travel, somebody that you know they brought over that you just can't get with. Your boy Cameron Grimes. Cameron versus Grimes. Denzel DeJanae. This guy, oh, man, I feel bad for him sometimes. 
if you thought Leon Puff or, or Ruff was getting get jobbed out, this boy here. This guy is getting jobbed out. He not even, like, I went to, a, like, an NXT live show, and, like, they had people, like, you know how they have people come out and sign autographs? Yeah. They, they got, he got, the, he got the wrong end of the stick. Like, they had, like, Kari Zane, she was, like, on the wrong, but she was, like, at one of these shows. So, it was, like, Kari Zane, Io Shirai, um, oh, my God, what's her name? Uh, it's somebody else, and then it was him. Mm-hmm. It was MJ Jenkins, MJ Jenkins, and then it was him. And yeah. like, he was going around. He was like, "Y'all want my autograph?" He was walking in like, "Y'all want my autograph? Y'all want a picture?" And I was like, "No, we're good." And he was like, "Y'all sure?" Like, "Yeah, we're we're good." <laughs> Nobody wanted a picture with him. Nobody wanted his autograph. I just felt so bad for him. Well, Cameron Grimes beast uh, beast this guy very furiously, but he gets on the mic. And what's the pick and fight? Talk about something. Finn Balor was down here. I slapped him across the face. Well, then here comes evil Finn Balor. Finn Balor said, uh, what did <clears> you say? Say what? Which is, uh, Finn Balor was just like, what did you just say? Uh, and uh, Finn Balor already turned that face. Or turned, he's the more, he's the good guy in this scenario, but he's still like. Yeah, I mean, I still yeah. want my Finn Balor versus Walter match. So I'm going to find a way to get that first. Yeah, because I really do not want to see Cameron Grimes versus Finn Balor. I don't, but uh, he tries to go. Cameron tries to go hit hit him, but then Balor gets to the exchange, and then uh, Cameron Grimes uh, runs off. So, um, by the way, do you think Balor needs a different moves when it comes to that type of stuff? Like about you said, another move set. Like just a different move, like because he he um he attacked him. And he did like the sling blade and like that little jump punch. I'm just saying, like, even if he's more vicious, Balor, you think he should have something else? He should should have did a, a drop kick, the shotgun drop kick or something. Like, I don't know. No, no, no. I do agree with you because it's like the sling blade is in everything Finn Balor does. Yes, and it's like the, the typical good guy move now. Seth Rollins do it, so it's like more people starting to do it now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well. Yeah, I would, I, I would agree. It's time for a change up. Uh, main event time. NXT champion Adam Cole, baby, is taking on the Velveteen Dream. So, this this match was supposed to happen way back during the WrestleMania weekend of the takeover. Since we didn't have that takeover. Yeah, everything. when I had my points on the line, that's when it should have happened. <clears throat> but, damn, because they didn't win either, but still. Exactly, yeah, well... Uh, so this was a good match, but I think it wasn't that takeover quality because one of the finish and two because of the time because we wasn't even halfway through before Roderick Strong and the Undisputed Era came out. Uh-huh. And then what is this thing between Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis? <laughs> they both perverts. I don't know. <clears throat> wow! Wow! I don't. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Wow. Hold on, bro. You, that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> don't Enzo this man. Don't don't uh, end, don't Enzo. No, I'm not talking about. I'm not even talking about that situation. I'm just talking about in general. Dream is like a a per, uh, his is that not his character? He's a sexual being. Okay, but <laughs> I don't. Wow, that is what left. Well, Dexter uh, Loomis is, is more of a pervert. Yeah, he, he, well, I mean, if you know where he was from in TNA, but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. he goes, hits the purple rainmaker elbow on Adam Cole, but the referee's distracted. He goes to try to jump. 
a splash out on Undisputed Era on the outside. He comes back in, gets super kicked, and then gets the last shot in the back. Or last, was the last call, last shot. The last shot. The last shot in the back. And then Adam Cole beats Velveteen Dream. So, uh, it's, once again, it still wasn't. I mean, it was a good match, but it wasn't the match that I wanted that would be at a takeover. So, but that was NXT for this week. Now, it's time to move over to AEW Dynamite. And now Dynamite is going live right in uh, Jacksonville. Which is right near mm-hmm. you, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, with the Jacksonville, uh, what, what's the name of their stadium that the, the Jaguars play in? Uh, they changed. Oh, uh, the, the TIAA Bank. Okay. Stadium. Well, they were there, so we had like a little. I mean, sorry, sorry, Daly's place. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so we had like a a half indoor, half outdoor type of uh, matchup here. So we start off with. Uh, the American Nightmare Cody Rose on a five match winning streak they had to add versus Joey Janela. Now this match. Oh, okay, okay, wait a minute. Before we get into this, Cody, Cody Rose, his last five weeks, I feel like he came out. He said, "How can we have like the worst finish possible?" Like <laughs> his his Sean Spears finish was one of the worst finishes I ever saw. He pinned him with a figure four. You right. Uh, oh. Darby Allen, Darby Allen did his own finish of the coffin drop and pinned himself mm-hmm. uh, last week. So I was like, oh, okay, Cody's on like a bad streak. Of how can we get the worst finishes possible? But uh, yeah, all right, my bad. We can we can, uh, go to the match a little bit. No, but I'm gonna say, but um, this match actually made me grow on Joey Janela. <laughs> okay, because. You know, because at first, I, I always Chris, I drove Janelle for just being a hardcore wrestler, but he's not Jimmy mm-hmm. Havoc by no means. Mm-hmm. And him hanging in there with, like, the likes of Kenny Omega and and these top wrestlers, I'm like, okay, Joe Janelle, you, you coming along a little bit. So, him with Cody today, I thought it was pretty good. Cody hits mm-hmm. that uh, springboard top rope cutter that he, it never looks good when he hits the cutter. The Cody cutter! That's <laughs> <laughs> what they call it. Yeah. The, you you know the, the the Cody Cutter never looks good, but then uh, he hits he hits Janela with the crossroads, and then um, he wins the matchup and gives him a handshake, and and then so obviously this is to prepare Cody because at double or nothing it's him versus um, Lance Archer in the yep, TNT the Championship TNT. Finals. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> How'd you like that? I got something to say. I, I got something to say about this match. Go ahead. So I gotta, have, I gotta get his backstory. I have to get his backstory because uh, of how hilarious this is. So, uh, <laughs> one day randomly on on Instagram, mm-hmm. I was um, I was on Instagram. I see like this hashtag called the Janella Zone, and basically, Joey Janella goes live on Instagram like, almost every night. With this dude and this, these other these other people, Leo Rush and all them, causes the Janella Zone. Basically, just crazy stuff happens. I I don't, I don't want to explain what crazy stuff happens, but okay. crazy stuff happens. And it's this guy. He's always in Joy Janella's lives. His name is Nasty Leroy. This dude. I don't know how to explain this dude. Okay, you you have to look up Nasty Leroy on Instagram. This dude is. I don't want this 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 guy. 
Is he, just, just this is guy. Is he Big Johnson? <laughs> well, pretty much the black the black version. This guy is a. Uh, uh, this guy. I don't know what to say, but he was on and he was on AEW and mm-hmm. he did a dance for for Janelix, they're kinda of best friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just I just wanna know why. Why is Nasty Leroy? Even JR was like, Who the heck is that? Like <laughs> see, I can't I can't do it justice. Like if you know you know. If you don't know, then it's like funny because I just got introduced to it last week, and like this dude, I can't even. You just have to go. Y'all have to go look up Nasty on Instagram and look at his lives, and you you would die laughing or die of disgust. Okay. So, I, I, yes. I'm gonna make it a plan to check it out. Yes. Yes. I'm making a plan to check it out. <laughs> All right, so we so we got the I return. Just had to get that little rain out there, my bad. No, those are good. So we we got the return of the native beast Nyla Rose taking on Kenzie Page. So uh, this is about, it's been a while since we see Nyla Rose, but then she goes, she's dominating the whole match. Hits a swan time from the top rope, and then hits three power bombs with the last one being her sit down power bomb for the victory mm-hmm. over her. And then you see all, all the ladies that they have in the audience, but she's staring her now. And then everybody who's raced challenge Nala Rose. I think they got a match coming up to determine who's going to face Nala Rose at um, Double or Nothing. But we just don't know just yet. I think. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about your... your well, I, I'm not too mad at MJF. I'm mad at your boy Sean Spears. But let's get into it. So there's so there, there's a bad green screen video package for uh, MJF, and he's basically uh, talking about you know he has not been seen since his injury, but he'll be back in action next week, and you know they had the guys come out and switch the chairs and everything like that. So then the chairman Sean Spears has a vignette comes up and talking about it's Cody's fault about what happened to Dustin Rose because you know if I had a brother I would not be able to do you know just get my my brother get beat up like that. So he was he was really laid it on thick. Here, here's my thing. Did you peep that Sean Spears had a full beard in the vignette, right? Mm-hmm. But then after as soon as the joint was over, they go to ringside with Tony Schiavone with MJF and Sean Spears, and he ain't got no beard. Yeah, I don't know why they do. Well, that probably was obviously pre-taped, like, but, but, like weeks but, ago but he, when he probably first did it. But it's fine. But here's the thing. It's continuity issues, though. If it's yeah, taped, but, right, yeah. and you about, you about to play it, bro, you already should know that by the time... Let, let me not shave my beard until they show the vignette. They did this too many times tonight. Like, they show a vignette, and the person that just did the vignette comes out. Or their interview. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, why would you do that? Especially next week, when that's when we're supposed to get MJF in a match. I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. Because soon after they did the MJF promo, they they interviewed MJF and all this. So I don't know. And um, well, what did he say? What did, what did Tony Schiavone say to MJF? Well, oh, he he thought they gonna be in the match, right? Yeah, he gonna be in the match against Jungle Boy. Did you Next see week. Sean Spears? Uh, oh my God, what's the, what's the what's the guy's name? Oh my God, what's that rapper name? 
Oh my rap, god! Which we got plenty of them. Which one? No, the, he's not an actual rapper. Super, super hot fire. That's oh, super. Name. Oh yeah, that, that that guy. Yes. Did you see the the face that Sean Spears made when he said you're gonna fight Jungle Boy? Yeah. Just overacting, terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Just, just mm-hmm. terrible. I but, agree. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's all right. So, <clears throat> next up. We have a, probably the, one of it was a good match. We have the AEW champion John Moxley taking on Franken Kazarian, who has not been in uh, a singles match since January 2019. I'ma have to just first of all, we gotta respect Frankie Kazarian. I was seeing so much Frankie Kazarian slander on Twitter. Why talk about? I've never seen him in a singles match. This guy is not a singles wrestler. Are you I was serious? Like, oh, they, they must, they must don't know about Taz, the K A Z, the K A Z with the with the long ponytail. Uh, like, are you serious? Oh right my god! I'm like, this man is an innovator, but <clears throat> like I'm about to say, back. see. Those are those are young people. I'm like, no man, you you gotta put some respect on the man, nigga. I was watching Kazarian in them Ultimate X matches. Yeah, cause but I guess like depending on how far you go back, even if you go back to T- TNA in two thousand and like ten or eleven, he was with Daniels in the tag team. So I guess no, but even started you, watching. But if you go back to T to two thousand eight, he was solo. I know what I'm saying. Like if you started watching ten years ago, say you only see him with Daniels as a tag team. So I can understand if people might not know. Okay, if he's like a, a dope singles wrestler. You know, the people that started just started watching and they haven't went back, I can understand. But I don't want to... Frankie Kazarian does not deserve slander. He does. Because first of all, it was a good match. Yes. Okay. Yes. It, Very good match. It was, it was a good match. I, I, it was well, it's one of the best matches Moxie's in there. If anybody want to complain about anything, y'all, I should talk about how hot Moxie is not feeling right now. And he's the champion. Yeah, they, yeah, they got to do... They must... Now that they're alive, they probably can do more to build them up. Exactly. Well, Moxie hits the paradigm shift on Kazarian in a good match and beats Kazarian. And first of all, I like how they're giving SCU all these, like, because, you know, throughout the past weeks, they did the whole Scorpio Sky like mm-hmm. documentary and then of course Christopher Daniel stands on his own and Kazarian I'm like so it's a good way not to break up SCU but also give them some solo time yeah I mean it's it's so weird though it's so weird to say that I would want a Scorpio Sky singles push because he's a quote unquote young star but Scorpio Sky is like what 35 and is like mid late 30s I think yeah I mean, I mean, well, well, all of SCU is old He's the youngest guy. He's yeah. Still old, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, but they like they was building him up as like the the newest youngest star sometimes. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Uh. So after the matchup, the Dark Order comes to the ring. Uh, Christopher Daniels, would you mind? Screw the Dark Order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they come to the ring and they start jumping boxing, and then uh Brody Lee. Uh, comes out and um, he nails uh, at he, he nails SU because he tried to come out there and help as well, and then he uh, attacks Moxley with the lariat, 
and then he wants you know a championship match at double or nothing and then mm-hmm. Moxley you know all he had to do was ask and then he uh he tossed him he, he uh tossed the microphone down and then he gets attacked again he takes the championship with him doesn't he yeah, he, he took the championship. Yeah, so we, we, we're getting that Luke Harper Dean Ambrose matchup that never finished at Extreme Rules all of years ago. Mm-hmm. So yep. I'm actually excited to see that because I know they did good and they work well together. So Brody Lee versus John Mox, but once again, as you just see, it's still a, it's still gonna be a good match. But I don't like how the AEW Championship stuff is just being thrown together. Like there's no real yeah, universal story I, to it. I'm gonna give them a pass this time only because they did kind of have to throw this one together because all their plans probably had to change because of people who can and can't be available. Uh, Fair. So I give them a pass on this one. Uh, just real quick, uh, we might as well uh, talk about this one. They also announced uh, Casino Battle Royal is not going to happen. They're going to have a Casino Ladder Match this time. So oh. is this basically going to be their Money in the Bank technically? Okay, so whoever wins gets a shot at Moxley? Whoever wins gets a shot at the title, but is it going to be like a Money in the Bank where they just do it anytime they want? Schedule time, because this is like a gambling thing. So if they win, it's kind of like... I'm just saying that will fit more in the gambling theme, but then again, they might not want to be like WWE. You're right. Even though that would be nice if it was like a briefcase or something. And this is is happening at Double or Nothing, right? Yes. Okay, so they're probably going to announce the people that's going to be involved in it probably next week. Or do Uh, you already know? Maybe. No, no, they may. They might. might. Sometimes they don't always. Okay, but Uh, see, here's the thing, though. I don't want to see no ladder match with no Billy Gunn. You know what I'm saying? I I hope hope not. You know, because I don't want them just just to throw obvious jobbers in there. I, I want them to actually. It'll probably be like Darby Allen. Yeah, well, it, it, it should be Dar- it, it should be Darby Allen because Darby Allen was backstage talking to Taz, and Taz was trying to give him some points that he didn't want to take. And I'm just like, you don't want no Super Bowl advice from Taz. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to know how to pop them hips when you do a suplex. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's, that's Taz's only car that I can like I remember. Or yeah, those two is Taz's only cause. Yo, God, that joke made me laugh every time. Got a popped up hips. <laughs> <laughs> and I specifically remember him on, like saying that a lot in the Kurt Angle or in the Mysterio match. He yeah. said it like a lot. That match wasn't even that long, so you know he said it a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, so, we get a video package from Sexy Brandy Rose uh, responding to Jake, uh, Jake the Snake and Lance Archer talk about, you know, they have uh, studied them long enough and she thinks she knows what happens in the next competition, uh, a confrontation. Today, there's a hole in your plot. This is not 1991 anymore. And if you slap me in the face, I'm going to hit you back. You might not know our family. You, you might know our family and our history, but you don't know me. Uh-oh, black girl. <laughs> I'm Brandy Rose, chief brand officer. And from now on, you will keep my name out your dirty old mouth. She sisted him. She, I mean, so, she could be all big and bad until Lance Archer come out. Until, and then Lance Archer came, comes out with QT Marshall. Why is she with QT fucking Marshall? 
But it seems with QT and Dustin, they are the natural nightmares for no reason. Yeah. For, <laughs> so, uh, obviously, he makes short order of QT Marshall. As QT Marshall, is, you know, he gets his head slammed in the mat afterwards. And then Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, uh, comes out, comes out of the barricade and hits Brandy from behind with a DDT for no reason. And I'm just like, was there a feud? Did I miss? Yeah, nah, she just hit him for no. But they just get Britt Baker involved whenever they want, like just because. I'm starting to feel that way. I'm really starting to feel that way. So and like we kind of need Brandy to get hit by somebody. Uh, Britt, you can go and do it. Here we sure. go because we we don't want no man to do it. So so after that happens. They, they roll her in the ring and Lance Archer turns her around and then here comes Jake the Snake Roberts with his COVID-19 mask and the snake and then he comes in there and then he turns Brandy over Brandy is still selling and then he just like double knee plops down around her waist I'm like this just does not look right what he did it that way but okay and they did they just spread the snake over Brandy Rose and I'm sitting there thinking like where's Cody to do all this whole thing yeah, girl, they said Cody hit the showers. Yeah. <laughs> they was trying to sell it. They're like, Cody's in the shower right now. He can't see any of this. <laughs> I'm sorry, yo, man. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? So, uh, this whole time they're in the ring and then they have the snake crawl over Brandy Rose and she's still not down. So, it's, some, it's old school heat. Old school Jake Roberts heat. Old school having the snake on there and everything like that. So, uh, I, I don't know if the snake was supposed to. Was, was the snake only supposed to call over her? Because uh, he looked like he wanted it to bite her or something. And then Jim Ross was like, "Oh, that's just dirty. You know what it's supposed to mean, but that's just low down dirty." Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, well, no. Well, like, that's, that's another thing I hate this week. What? We we did have Jericho commentary. We we, we downgraded from Jericho to Jim Ross on commentary. So hey, <laughs> he said we downgraded. Oh man! Okay, so now it's time for the main event: the Sex Gods, <laughs> uh, the the champion Chris Jericho and the Span- Spanish guy Sammy Guevara take and with the, by the inner circle, Jack ha- Jake Hager uh, versus Broken Matt Hardy, making his in ring debut for AEW, and Kenny uh-huh. Omega in a tag team street fight. So, look, okay, so the match starts brawling in the ring, okay. Now here's the thing. You, you you gotta tell me the ring stuff because I didn't start. I I, I missed my. I, I came back to the match when they left the ring outside and they with Jericho okay. hit Matt with the bag of ice, which was hilarious. Okay. Uh, he did knock him out with it. Uh, nah, just in the ring, it was just like a regular match. Kenny fought uh Jericho and Sammy fought uh Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy originally came out with like some black tights, like. When I say tights, I mean like, um, like big money man tights. No, no, like like tights, like actual not the pants, tights. Oh wow! Okay. Like actual like skin tights that like Bobby Lashley wear, like like those tight. Okay. And then like they were skinny and black, and then like I forgot what happened. Uh, he got beat up or something. Well, he went under the ring and he went to the back and he came out and he was like Matt Hardy from nineteen ninety nine. So. <laughs> I don't know if this gonna be a thing of Matt Hardy where he 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 uh he leaves or he does something in the middle of a match he comes back as a different character. That would be awesome. But hey, that was but cool the tiring. way they did it. But that'll be tiring if it's live though. 
Well, hey, show was tired today. What? Um, but yeah, no, uh, not that much stuff happens. Like they they get a ladder and a table out. They put Sammy on the table, and he gets up and he does the Matt Hardy, and then does the splash. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they do, they do the Matt Hardy, uh, they do the, he does the Matt Hardy splash. Okay. Well, that was great. That was one of the... Two count. Good. No, it, I think, no. The Matt Hardy splash was broken up by Jake Hager, and then that's when he started getting involved. Okay. Then that's when they started brawling to the back. Yeah, they, they started brawling to the back. So then, there's this, uh, this beer Corona, uh, thing where they keep, they keep, keep the cold, the ice and stuff at. Jericho takes the bag of ice and literally knocks Matt Hardy out with a bag of ice. Never seen that happen before in day in my life. Yep. So, Smack them. Clean. And then so him and Hager throw Hardy into the ice thing, the, the ice bucket, and we don't see Hardy anymore mm, for a minute. Yep. So now that they're in there. I, I pretty much figured that's what was going to happen. Yeah. When they threw him in there, when he, when he changed the first time, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'm assuming. Because when he changed the first time, they didn't even, like, acknowledge it. They didn't even notice he changed. Because I was like, that's not what he was wearing. He got on, like, the actual pants and, like, a shirt. So then when he changed again, I was like, okay, there's going to be, like, a theme of Matt Hardy. Exactly. So, um, that being said, uh, now they turn their attention to Kenny Omega, and then they give Kenny Omega a, a suplex on the steel, a steel uh, railing that they have. And then all of a sudden, Matt Hardy comes out, as Damascus, right? Damascus. The Damascus. He has like the whole broken Matt Hardy gear on. I'm like, what? And then he gets in the golf cart. He says, "This event needs to be documented." <laughs> so this this is hilarious. For one, for one, they had the cart like it was like a long walk. It's literally like it's not even that long of a walk. But I guess if you want to make it entertaining, get a golf cart. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. Exactly. So he he he's driving. And then all of a sudden, you see Jericho, he gets clipped on the side of it, right? But he's not even the MVP on this. So they get Kenny Omega in there to make a return. Actually, he actually, uh, I don't know, what if he hit, actually hit him and he was like bleeding a little bit in, in his back? Or like on his like shoulder? Yeah, that was something. But when they're coming up full speed after the U-turn and they're chasing Sammy Guevara down with his <laughs> golf cart, right? This like, meme is already famous, already. He is, uh, he is booking it from this car. One of the, and then, one of the most famous memes, real quick, uh-huh. just just not to cut you off. One of the the, the best memes so far is uh, Sammy Guevara is is like me, and then uh, twenty twenty is uh, Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it already. Yo, I can attest that that's twenty twenty right there. Yep, that joke is, that is then, hilarious. So I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay. When's he going to do the whole trip and they're going to break like like Kane did with Raven back at WrestleMania X7? But no, he's booking it. The car catches up. He turns around and gets launched. <laughs> I did not see this shit coming. Oh, he, that takes was the full, yeah. he, he takes the full brunt of a speeding go uh, a golf cart and gets launched. I did not. I was like, yo, I did not see him taking that bump. It would have been better if he was vlogging like he do every time he get kicked or get beat up. He be vlogging it. <laughs> exactly. So they uh bring him bring him over to this table where there's there's a cherry picker at, and then they raise the cherry picker up, and then uh, Kenny Omega hits a moonsault off and hits them all down. 
Yeah, because initially Kenny was going to die on Sammy after they hit him. Yeah. And then Jake Hager came out and beat him up, so then he just did a move. So exactly off the, off the cherry picker. So which was could have been dangerous, but I'm glad he, he landed. It, it, it was. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, yo, it, it's it's like it's too high, but it's not high enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> so now they, uh, they they're still fighting. The inner circle comes. They Santana Ortiz come, and now the now they got the numbers game. They power bomb Matt Hardy through the table where the cherry picker was at. Takes out Matt Hardy, and now it just leaves uh, Kenny Omega and the rest of the circle. They power bomb Kenny Omega on top of the golf cart, then gets the Judas effect elbow. By Chris Jericho, <laughs> which I, I didn't think was needed, it, <laughs> but okay, it, it wasn't. But it, it's the Young. and then he. Plays. I mean, I would have, I would did something else though. Yeah, well, like Kenny sold it like death. He yeah. sold it like death. What I'm saying, like, I guess because of how wacky this match was, it could have ended more wacky. Yeah. Uh, aside from the power bomb on the golf cart, I probably wouldn't like. I don't know. Tried to park the car, the cart on him or. Had no, him like no. hit the, I don't know we something. Not, we not doing halftime heat with the rocket Mick Foley. Remember that? Hey, we the dude got ran over by a cart. He did. I, I literally, I think the way that the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes think of extreme matches is just how ridiculous can we get? They they probably be thinking to, them, to themselves like, hey, uh, it'd be cool if he jumped off this little scissor lift, don't you think? They said, yeah, yeah okay, we'll do it. And I kind of feel like. That's you know how they, that's how they process goes. You're right. I, I agree with you. Uh, but so here's a juice effect on uh Kenny Omega, and then they win, and then you see the football stadium, you see the scoreboard, you see the inner circle logo as they throw up the birds, and I was I, I thought that was a really cool way to end it. Yep, yep. Also, the biggest uh screens in the world. So exactly. Yeah. So who since we went a little bit over on time, who won? For the week, AEW or NXT? I would probably have to lean over to NXT, even though AEW had a great main event. Okay, I can see that AEW did have a great main event. I did enjoy the the, the Jake Roberts and Brandy Rose stuff. I, I, I may, you know what? I may have to get the slight nod to AEW this week. Uh, was it Dash Leroy that did it for you? It it, <laughs> that's, it, no, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't nasty Leroy that did it for me, but uh, I did like how Jericho is the greatest at what he does. A him attacking first of all, him doing the match, cursing out Pineapple Pete, and they get a match next week. Yeah, but I, I, that's another meme too. It was like it was like nobody, absolutely nobody. Pineapple Pete. Uh, sneezes, Jericho just start cussing them out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, or, or Suge D, you know how they go. But yeah, so guys, that was the Wednesday Night War. Um, it was a close one this week, so it can go anyway. So me and Prime Time will split this week, but now we're gonna have to move on. To your ears, welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. 
with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.